Welcome to the Iowa Blue Showcase episode number 80. Uh, received some bad news this morning. I was looking at uh, Facebook feed first thing in the morning and I saw that Lee Bell had died. Uh, for those here in uh, central Iowa and these musicians all around the Midwest knew that uh, Lee Bell who ran Wolfer Sound was one of the uh, uh, better sound men around. He was the guy who who ran sound at Blues on Grand. He uh, also did a lot of the big blues shows. Uh, but he was more than a, a sound man. Lee Bell was also a, a singer and an entertainer. Matter of fact, I knew him as that, not as a sound man first time I met Lee well I'll take that back first time I met Lee was at Blues on Grand and he saw we were uh, struggling with antiquated equipment <laughs> uh, which was usually what happens with you know with me <laughs> and uh, Lee said he would run sound for free for us and he did for I don't know maybe two months uh, before I moved down to Kansas City briefly, um, my second time, but I, I didn't stay there. Long story, but I will tell another night. Probably have already told it anyway. But anyway, so uh, Lee uh, kept doing the sound down there, and eventually he became the sound man uh, for the bar. Uh, but I knew him uh, as the. Uh, as a singer and uh, he had some really good bands uh, and uh, it's a heck of a soul singer so yeah it's kind of a shock uh, he had uh, been performing as recently as a couple weeks ago at uh, Carl's uh, at the jam and uh, I don't know what's happened, and uh, and if there's a memorial or anything like that, uh, if it happens next week, I will let you know. Uh, otherwise, if you're local, just check out Facebook, especially Central Blue Society. Hopefully, there'll be something, because uh, this, this guy was uh, just a huge, important piece of the blues uh, here in town so uh, I would hope there's some sort of memorial uh, that uh, Sibs will be working on so yeah Central Blue Side so keep keep your eye out on that Facebook page if something's coming up this week if it's after if it's sometime the following week uh, then I can let you know here through the podcast uh, but yes yeah, sad news indeed um it just was a shock. It's just something that, uh, you know, everybody seemed to hear on Facebook. And it, from what I could tell by looking at his page, it looked like he went in the hospital uh, maybe seven hours or so before the word got out that he died. So I don't know what that meant. Uh, but it looked like he... It was in the hospital and people were asking for prayers and then uh, he passed on. So, uh, 
yeah, like I said, tough times for the Blues. And, you know, we're, we're getting to that age where this is happens more and more. Um, like I said, we haven't done a very good job of, uh, of getting a lot of younger guys into the Blues. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it hurts when that happens. So, all right, tonight uh, we got an old show. I'm assuming, uh, according to this take, it says Week 6, Volume 1, uh, which tells me this was the uh, Hall Avenue Sunday Night Blue Showcase. And we started uh, the week after the Super Bowl in 1999. So this would probably be about third week in March, I'm thinking. Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly who's all in this. Uh, I know I'm playing keyboards for most of this, but I think there's maybe one song where I'm not. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Scott Long playing guitar and doing singing. Uh, Woody, I believe, is playing the drums. There's some harmonica there, but I can't place who the harmonica player is. Um, but I don't think it's Woody. Uh, Clarence Key uh, Jr., uh, he's going to show up and sing a couple songs. going to sing uh, Mustang Sally in Tennessee. Uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, Jethro is going to show up, and he's going to do Stop Breaking Down, Blinded by Love. And then John Meyer, who was a friend of Jimmy Pryor's, uh, was a country guy. And he comes out and does Poke Salad Annie, Another Woman. And then it ends with me doing a whole lot of shaking going on. Of course, it's going to start with Scott Long doing Big Boss Man. Um, there are two trumpet players. And um, I'm not 100% sure uh, who, who both those are. I think... Um, I'm just looking through here my Facebook because I, I think I could figure this out. Um, one is definitely, uh, Jeff Ward, uh, late, great Jeff Ward, who always tended to show up and just play just because that was the way he is or the way he was. Um, and... Let's see here. It should just take me a couple more seconds here. Um, let's see, who else do we got? Oh, bass player. I think uh, uh, the uh, bass player uh, was Jimmy Farr. Uh, and, and again, I can't be 100% sure. Because uh, I know he didn't play with us very long. But I think he played for a couple months. Uh and let's see here, just scroll, 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 scrolling through the mutual friends that me and Scott Long have. <laughs> it's amazing how many friends we both have. Uh, Scott Edward uh, Davis, Scott Davis, also known as the Hat. I'm pretty sure he's the second trumpet player on that. Um, again, mystery harmonica player, which uh, isn't that the way it should be? Ha! <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I just, me and harmonica players don't get along. Never have, never will. It's just the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's like I only played one harmonica player, and that was uh, John Paul Drum. Uh, well, and Little Hatch and Mopaw. And, yeah, when you play with those guys, everybody else just, yeah. So, uh, yeah, mystery harmonica player. Uh, so there you go. It's a cool show. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, a lot of great blues. And uh, let's just uh, kick it off. Scott Long's going to do Big Boss Man. And then it will be two songs from Clarence Key and two songs from Jethro and two songs from John Meyer. And then I finish it out with a whole lot of shaking going on on the Iowa Blues Showcase.
GM set up at the bar, also the Blues Army is our little fan club, you can join, we'll give you all the information. What goes on at the Hall Avenue every weekend? What you got this weekend? If you saw the website, uh, you would have seen that Axis and uh, Motor Brothers were here this weekend. 
Hey, are you guys here next weekend? The ninth. The weekend after that. Oh, the ninth of like five years from now. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, every Sunday night you come out here, we got a blues blues jam going, and also uh, we got a, a nice uh, Friday night. They have uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Two hot tamales to play. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one of Des Moines' leading R&B and bluesmen, and now a politician, currently running for city council on the southeast side of Des Moines against the evil Archie Brooks. <laughs> you, know, you know, if Archie was running on the north side, he'd never win. You know that. Stand a shot, but hey, that's what we love him anyway. Hey, hey, hey. Oh! He's the working man's candidate. Ladies and gentlemen, the world famous Mr. Clarence Key Jr.
actually a god. I was here and a band was playing Green Day, believe it or not. Right here at the Home Avenue. Saturday, Two Step of Country. On uh, Friday evening, early evening, you've got to hunt, hunt, huh? Hell yeah! What? Hell yeah! Okay. Uh, we got the two hot tamales on Friday night, and then on Sunday night, you know, it's the blues jam. So. Hell yeah! <laughs> Alright, so I'll do, I'm going to... Do one more here for the gentleman here. What do you want to do? A whole lot of shaking going on up there?
Okay, well let's uh, let's see if we can't uh, we can't get some switching going on here. There you go. Uh, under normal circumstances, I would uh, would cut out a lot of the, the audience part, but I really like listening to the voices there, and those of you that have good ears uh, probably picked up uh, Jimmy Pryor uh, in there every once in a while telling us what to do. Uh, the best thing I can think of is apparently uh, this tape here must have been the second or third hour of the show because there's no Jimmy Pryor. Because almost every tape I have, the one side's Jimmy Pryor and the other side's the jam. So, But occasionally I would throw on another cassette. So I'm thinking that's what's going on there. It's really cool, though. You can hear Jimmy uh, say, get the house band up. Because <laughs> he was really good at saying, okay, guys, you've wasted enough time with this guy. Let's move on to the next. And you can see that uh, uh, it's no three-song limit like I thought, but it was actually two songs. We were getting people up and down pretty quick, and uh, and uh, I, I had forgotten that. I thought everybody got three, um, and that's kind of the way I've been running jams, although uh, I haven't run one for a while. <laughs> so uh, maybe I've learned something new. Also, if you were listening... Uh, the following weekend, uh, they talked about Axis, which is uh, uh, was uh, uh, I believe it was Mark Prophet, Mike Prophet, um, and his band, and then also the uh, um, Motor Brothers, which was uh, Rick Mosqueda and Doug. Um, and I uh, can't think of the other guy, but that's okay, because you don't need to know about him. <laughs> but, of course, Doug and Rick are in the backstage boogie band, so there you go. Um, also, Ron and Judy were running the bar back then, so I yelled at Ron to say, hey, who's playing? And you can hear him say, I'll get back to you, which is pretty amazing. I got kicked, He got picked up on the mic because he's, like, clear on the other end of the bar. Uh, but I usually would set this up, and I've probably talked about this before. Uh, I would 
go out of the the back of the uh, line out of the PA, which would get the vocals and anybody anybody on mic plus the keyboards, and then I put two mics out in the audience, and that would pick up the guitars and the bass, and so I would have basically three lines going into a mixer, and uh, I would generally have the PA going on one channel, so that's why the vocals and the keys are on one side and then everything else is on the other. Uh, so, and I would kind of pan out the the, the, the uh, mic so, you know, there was a little more balance. But uh, they always, they came out really good. Uh, as you notice, the beginning of the tape, probably the first 15-ish, 20 seconds, uh, there's a little bit of warble. Uh, I'm assuming that's just the way that the tape has been for all these years. Uh, just sitting and probably a little too tightly wound and from the last time I played it. Uh, so, you know, you have to be careful with these cassettes. So, you, you youngins, if you, for some reason, buy a cassette player, I don't know why you would, but if you do, and you find some cassettes, then, uh, you know, you have to be careful with them because they do tend to uh, lose a lot of their... Uh, fidelity after a while if they're not kept in a in a good place um let's see uh yeah you can hear jethro before he even plays he's got this loud bellowing voice and then john east you can hear him come in because i i say something to johnny and then pretty much after that you can hear johnny back there saying all sorts of fun things like john always does uh and and speaking of john if you're a fan of the old bad boys of the blues we'll be out uh in uh uh bourbon street next weekend uh the uh, doug has to work so johnny's sitting in to play guitar so uh we'll, we'll definitely play some of the forbidden music as i call it the blues uh live out there so a chance to hear the forbidden music once again if you show up. If you don't, you're going to miss out. So what can I say? So that's Bourbon Street next Saturday night, 9 o'clock start. Uh, all right, so uh, as far as the uh, uh, showcase goes, I know, I know, I promise you all these things. And sometimes I deliver and sometimes I don't. You know, it's just the way it is. But uh, I did talk uh, to a bar owner uh, last week and uh, it looks good that we're going to be able to record our new podcasts uh, soon in a very nice venue. And I will get back to you on all the details. But right now, it'll be me and Jono and hope, as many guests as we can get to show up in a three-hour period. And then if it works right, then I should be able to get two or three shows out of those uh, as long as we don't screw up the recordings. Uh, which uh, the last time we did. Although, uh, to be honest with you, me and John were listening to the playback of our show we did out in Stillwell uh, Auditorium. And uh, there's a, there's quite a few songs we might be able to release out of that one. So uh, I would definitely try to go back and, and give it a listen. Um, but uh, yeah, some of the songs were just totally demolished. The mix is so bad, I, there's no way I could play them. Um, and I put out some stuff that <laughs> sometimes is, 
on the edge of listenable, I know, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, there are certain things I just can't play because they just... There's nothing I can do. I can't fix them. Uh, and unfortunately, that, that show still was that way. But there's a few songs that we might be able to rescue out of that, so uh, that, that might come up too. So, All right. Uh, hope you have a uh, wonderful uh, holiday season. Uh, if you're religious, it's Advent season coming up, Christmas. So, time to uh, get out there and shop. If, if you're not, uh, hey, have a, a nice uh, season. Because there's other things going on, you know, at Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. And, uh, you know, whatever is your thing, that's alright. And if you don't have a thing, that's alright. Because, you know what, it's the blues. The blues don't care. <laughs> the blues listen to it no matter what it doesn't matter if you're right wing or left wing we'll let you listen to the blues because hey we need you <laughs> we do it's bad out there folks it's terrible so we need everybody listening to the blues keep the blues alive we don't care who you are what you are just listen it'll make you feel better make you a better person that's right <laughs> all right we gotta go you see you next week on the iowa blues showcase